say about the Jets, and people are going to call me crazy. I do not draft Trevor Lawrence if I'm the Jets. You're fucking bugging. No, and, and hear me out. That team is hot garbage. I'm ill. I'm ill. I'm ill. I'm ill. I'm ill. I'm ill. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I am the unforgettable one himself, Mr. Brett Carroll. Charles is almost daydreaming, and we are two guys that just like BS and at work. How are you doing today, Charles? I am doing good, my dude. It is a nice day, nice rainy, miserable day in New Jersey, but at least my goddamn Giants got a win. I was just about to say congratulations on your first win. Riverboat Ron was obviously not trying to extend that game any longer than it had to be extended. Good for him. He's like, look, we're going home either way, either with a W or with a loss. Um, you guys made a great play to seal that up. And now every team in the NFC East at least has a win. And you know what's funny? I want to start with your Giants in, in per se because – you guys are still right there in the, in the division. You're only a game behind. As crazy as that sounds, that's just been a really bad division. And people have been asking, like, should the two New York teams tank for Trevor, even though they both have young quarterbacks? And we kind of talked about this last week. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized, if I'm the Giants, I'm not tanking for one reason and one reason only. But, and I kind of like, like I said this last week, you got to see what you have. And my thing is, compete for the division. You're you're one game behind, and that division is so bad. Even if you win some more games and don't win the division, you'll probably have four or five wins at most, and you'll still have a top ten pick. So it's fine. You know what I mean? I, I would compete for the division, and if you mess around and win it, there's nothing wrong with getting playoff experience for your young team. And in my opinion, I think that's I think that's a good way to do it, especially with a first year head coach. I don't want losing to be the culture. I would want winning to be the culture, even though we're not that good of a team. But if the opportunity is there, I think you guys should go for it. Try to win the division. And if you've come up short, you're still gonna have a top ten pick. It's not like going for the division is gonna screw you guys up that much. And Again, I, I think you guys have a young quarterback that you guys are still trying to figure out who he's good at, you know, if he's good or not. Another top 10 pick into another offensive lineman prospect or another wide receiver prospect or something on that defense. Something that could take that team to the next level instead of starting over again at quarterback. Um, before I move on to the Jets part of this, what do, what do you think about that? Well, you kind of touched on all the things that I wanted to hit, and I pretty much agree with you. Trevor Lawrence is a generational pick so I would want to draft Trevor Lawrence if we're not drafting Trevor Lawrence I agree hold on to what we have because I'm not sold on Daniel Jones but I also don't believe you can just give up on him yet the turnover problems are real he has not improved he had them at Duke he has them now so if they don't improve by the end of the season I think it's a real conversation to have because if we're drafting in the top 10 and there is a quarterback that Joe Judge likes more I believe he should take him but what what you said I'm fine with drafting an offensive lineman. We need an offensive lineman. I'm fine with drafting a middle linebacker. We need a middle linebacker. 
there are plenty of positions the Giants need besides quarterback, but if Trevor Lawrence is right there, bro, you need to take Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, uh, I, I guess the way I've always looked at teams, and, and it's funny, um, and I understand the quarterback is the one position in football that if you get that pick right can change your fortunes no matter how bad the team is. But I think that's a once-in-a-lifetime type of quarterback. And I'm not saying Trevor Lawrence isn't that guy, but we don't. We never really know. And my thing is, um, when you have a team like the Giants and the Jets, and I'll get to the Jets in a second, that has so many needs, I don't think you know starting over at quarterback is the answer. I'm, I'm more in favor of let's put a solid team around this young quarterback and then see what he has. Because if he still sucks, trust me, you guys are going to be picking in a top five every year for the next three years if he is a problem. If you, you know what I mean, if you even if you have like you saw my Steelers last year, even though we had a great defense, when you don't have a quarterback, you can't win games. And I'm and I'm still and I'm still surprised my time with Dayton coach of the year for going eight and eight with that terrible quarterback. You know what I mean? But like quarterback is that important, but I also believe a quarterback can't win by itself. You, especially when you're talking about trying to win Super Bowls. Like you're a Giants fan. You're not trying to be good. You're trying to win super fan, Super Bowls. So I'm I've just always been of the mindset, why don't you put a team around them first and trust me, if the quarterback's the problem It'll, show, it'll reveal itself, and you'll have another opportunity to get a quarterback to come in and do the job for you. Um, but the, that's the problem. Of, but that's the problem right there, is that constantly the problem is Daniel Jones on offense. Don't don't get me wrong. There's plenty of offensive line problems. Him getting rocked, yada yada yada. But the turnover in a win on Sunday, an end zone interception, is on the quarterback. Bad decisions like that, not holding onto the ball, zero uh, pocket awareness. Those things are on the quarterback. Just like last year with your Steelers, if you had Daniel Jones, do you think that you guys would have been better than 8-8 eight and eight because Daniel Jones w- would elevate you? I don't know. That's a rhetorical question, and I truly don't know where DJ lies in this whole thing right now. But I do know one thing, that Trevor Lawrence's ceiling is higher than Daniel Jones is right now. No one feels like Daniel Jones is this franchise quarterback. No one in football. No one looks at Daniel Jones with their eye test right now in 2020 and says this is obviously a top five franchise quarterback in the National Football League. No one feels that way. I'm sure there, if you could find a Giants fan, unlike myself, that does feel that way, but they just have those, you know, rosy blue glasses on. Right. Well, I mean, here's another problem, and, and I think it's a great segue to the Jets. The other problem with Tangy with Trevor for Trevor is there's so many bad teams that the chances of you guys having the worst record are actually slim to none. Because again, everybody in your division might be in that it might be in that race, and then also the other team in New York and the Jets, they're so bad. I don't think they win a game this year. I really think they're going to be 0 16 this year. That's how bad they are. And so my thing is knowing that. Knowing that the only person, because I don't know if you do it for Justin Fields, I don't know if you do it for the kid from North Dakota State, I think Trevor Lawrence is the only guy that you say, okay, we will move on from Daniel Jones this early for So knowing that you're probably not going to get the number one pick, I go for I try to just win the division and see if we can get at least a winning culture going here and then improve our overall team in the draft. 100%. That's just, 100%. That's just me. 
Yeah. And like I said, speaking of those Jets, like I said, they're not going to win a game this year. I, I don't. I really don't think. I don't think they win more than one game this year. Before we get and, to the Jets, though, before we get to the Jets, I do want to give you your props on that. I agree with you 100 percent on. I think the Giants in 2020 should go for winning. The NFC East is trash, and they can win a division and compete in the playoffs if they win a division, obviously. So with that being said, I agree with you 100% there that the Giants should not try to tank. My skepticism comes in because I don't think they have too much of a choice because the team is pretty trash. The defense can't really do much when the offense is doing nothing. And that's saying a lot because initially coming into the season, both me and you thought the offense would be carrying this team with the points, when it, it seems like it to be the reverse, when sitting at one and five now, that the defense can get some stops, but the offense will do nothing. Three and out, three and out, three and out, or have a good drive that ends up in a turnover in the red zone or some bullshit like that. So I don't know how to improve this team, but I do know there is a path to the playoffs because the whole division is garbage. And if you have a path to the playoffs, it turns into a four-game season if you get to the playoffs. All you got to do is win four games, and anybody has a chance at winning once they're in the playoffs. We saw it with the Eagles in 2017. We've seen it with the Giants in 2008. It, it is very possible. We saw it with your team. Your team was the first team to win as a wild card. So all you got to do is get yeah. All you have to do is get there. So I'm with you there. We just got to get there. But do you have faith that the Giants are going to win the NFC East? No, I do. Because let's be honest, all you got to do if you don't do anything else is just beat your uh, beat the other terrible teams in your division. And which, by the way, you play the Eagles on on Thursday. And let's be real, we talked about last week. You guys should have beat the, the the Cowboys. Two touchdowns got called back on BS calls, or or else you're in first place with two wins. You know what I mean? Like you can easily beat the Redskins. I mean, I'm sorry, the LLC, the Washington LLC again. Um, <laughs> So, and again, you play the Eagles for the first time on Thursday. So, even if you just split all your division games, you're probably going to win your division. You know what I'm saying? Like, you probably, well, you probably got to split with the Eagles and Cowboys and then beat the Redskins twice. You, you, you know what I mean? You, I'm sorry, the LLC, I keep forgetting they finally dropped that racist name. Uh, then, then you could... Then, you can win your division, like I said, on four or five wins just by beating the other terrible teams in your division. So, if I'm the Giants, that's what I try to do uh, because I don't see them losing enough games to get that number one pick. The Jets will, and the Jets are, and the Jets are going to tank without even trying to tank because they're just a really bad football team. And so now... Here's what I'm going to say about the Jets, and people are going to call me crazy. I do not draft Trevor Lawrence if I'm the Jets. You're fucking bugging. No, and, and hear me out. That team is hot garbage. There's not one. At least the Giants have some good young players. They have some, you know, decent. You know, the receiving core is decent when they're healthy. The offensive line is getting better, even though they need more pieces. You have some players on defense that, you know, are starting to play well. You just got to add some more. The Jets have nothing. There's literally not a single player, maybe besides uh, uh, the other safety. And to be honest with you, that's like the least important position probably that you need to have. Um, There's not one player on this team that you would even say, like, that's a building piece. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, if I'm the Jets and I win one game, because I'll give them one, they'll probably win one game. I trade the pick because this is because Trevor Lawrence, there's so many teams that need a quarterback and Trevor Lawrence 
is that once-in-a-generational player that everybody's salivating to get. I think this is the first time in a couple of years that you'll, you'll get that ransom to get that number one pick. Because even the Bengals at least did their due diligence last year to try to see if they could get anything for that pick. And they didn't hear anything that blew them away, so they just drafted Joe Burrow. I think the Jets will get a major offer for that for that number one pick. And if I'm the Jets, I think I got to take it. Because, again, that team needs so much help that not even Trevor Lawrence can help them. And, and that's just my opinion. I, you bring Trevor Lawrence to that team, what changes? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't see them being a, a good football team now that they have Trevor Lawrence. At the time of I, recording, real quick, at the time of recording right now, it's the Wednesday before the Thursday where the Giants and the Eagles are going to play. It's October 21st at the time of recording. The Jets are 0-6. The Chargers are 1-4. The Bengals are 1-4, but they don't need a quarterback. Neither do the Chargers. The Jaguars are 1-5. The Texans are 1-5. And, and going to the NFC, obviously you got the clusterfuck that's the NFC East skip. In The, NF- the NFC West apparently is the best division in football because the worst team in that division is 3-3. Three you got the Vikings at 1-5. They need a quarterback. You have the Falcons at 1-5. Do they need a quarterback? Do they move on from Matt Ryan? So I don't know where, where this ransom is coming. In the hypothetical you're presenting, you're obviously going to keep Sam Darnold, right? So these couple of teams that have these pieces already have quarterbacks. Like the Texans have a quarterback. The The, the Falcons have a quarterback. But, 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 but hold on, hold on. The Texans are not going to finish with a, a, the, the Texans aren't going to trade for a quarterback. But again, every other team in the NFC East might, including including the Cowboys. Let's not let's not forget Dak does have a broken leg, and Jerry Jones might not do the right thing and keep him. Like we like, let's not forget that. Um, there are plenty of teams. The Falcons are another team. If they're trying to move on from Matt Ryan, and they believe that hey. You know, with Trevor Lawrence now to juice up this this franchise, we might be able to get back on track. But we still have Julio Jones. We still have all these good offensive pieces. You know, there's always a team that's willing to to make that jump. And again, there are plenty of teams that need quarterbacks. So it, it, again, I I think if you're the Jets, if you have the number one pick. Now, again, if you don't get an offer that blows you away, then just draft Trevor Lawrence. But I, I honestly think they can get a, a a trade that's going to give them multiple picks, even in the top ten, so they're not even moving down that far. They'll get they'll get a couple number ones, a couple number twos, whatever, 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 and now you can really build your team back up because that team needs everything. They are more than just Trevor Lawrence away from being that good. And not to mention – you draft Trevor Lawrence to that team, you're going to ruin him. Because I don't care how good he is, even he is not good enough to get the Jets to where they need to be by himself. He's going to need help. And just having a couple picks is not going to help him. They already have some picks from the Jamal Adams trade, but that's my point. Why don't you trade the number one pick and just get a boatload of picks and try to and really try to build this roster up? Because, again, I still, I still think Sam Darnold's a good quarterback. I think he doesn't have any time in the pocket. I don't think he has anybody to throw to. I don't think he has a running game. I don't think he has a coach that's good. So if you fire Adam Gates and get a real coach in there and then trade that number one pick and put actual pieces around him, 
Sam Darnold could be a good quarterback, and he can still be the franchise guy that you thought he was when you drafted him three overall. Let's not forget, he was a, a top three pick. No, I'm with you on that, and I don't know if you heard it, but apparently Sasha was having none of your opinion, meowed very loud, and then left the room. So, you have at least one critic on your take about how the Jets should handle things. Well, no, and again, everybody's going to say take Trevor Lawrence because Trevor Lawrence is a generational talent. Da, 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 da. I, I get all that. I get it. I understand that. But like, like I, I've always been of the mindset, one, we don't know that. We're assuming that. We don't know that. He, he's playing at a, a loaded Clemson team that's head and shoulders better than everybody else in the ACC. And, and quite honest, in the biggest game I've seen him in, he didn't look that great against LSU. So, again, I don't know if he's the next Peyton Manning. We are, we're assuming that, and I'm not saying he won't be, but I think that's a lot to put on one person's shoulders. And when you're that bad of a football team, again, even I feel like the Giants have a better case to drive Trevor Lawrence than the Jets. I think the Jets are so bad, they need as many picks as possible to try to revamp this team because they need everything. There's not, again, there's not one position or even a positional group that you can say, oh, by the way, they're good there. Not even their safeties. They had safeties and traded one of them away. No, I hear you on the, they, they don't have any positions, and I'm with you on the, they could really ruin another quarterback, a potential franchise quarterback. But with that being said, we don't expect Adam Gase to be here next season, right? Everybody in the sports world doesn't doesn't even understand why he still has a job right now. So I don't believe that they'll be in the same exact situation. I want to give the Jets a little bit more credit that they're not going to ruin another quarterback because do we really believe that Sam Darnold's ruined right now? He's had zero progression. He hasn't had any regression, so he's not technically ruined yet, and he they could keep him and turn him into something. The Jets could be good in two years, depending on how the next two drafts go. That's up to Joe Douglas. And if they get Trevor Lawrence, who's to, like who's going to tell us that they're not going to acquiesce to everything for Trevor Lawrence? Because, again, as good as Sam Darnold is, he was not as touted as Trevor Lawrence is coming out of college. He wasn't as touted as Joe Burrow was. And if, that, if that's the worst game that Trevor Lawrence has had in a championship game, I think that the Jets will accept losing in the Super Bowl if that's the... If that's the floor for, you know, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> well, yeah, because now he's automatically going to lose too. No, but I'm just saying, if, if the worst, well, if the worst again, performance but, that you but, have of, of Trevor Lawrence is losing. Yeah, but, but, but the thing is, you don't need Sam. But that's my point. If you have a good football team, you don't need Sam Donald to be Trevor Lawrence. If, and that's the problem. If you draft Trevor Lawrence, you need Trevor Lawrence to be the Trevor Lawrence that you're assuming he's going to be. Sam Donald... I think can be a, 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 a starting quarterback in the NFL and could be a really good quarterback if he has a team. He doesn't have to be a, a, an, an all-time great the way we think Trevor Lawrence is going to be. Okay, but and devil's advocate, devil's advocate real quick. If they do have the number one overall pick and it, you've made the case for trading that number one overall pick and getting a king's ransom because there's plenty of teams that need a quarterback, who's to say they can't trade Sam Darnold, get a couple of second rounders, and help build the team that way too? I mean, they, they probably could, but I, I don't I, – because here's another problem. This is supposed to be another decent draft for quarterbacks, so I don't think people are going to trade for Sam Darnold and give you what you're looking for, especially if he looks terrible the rest of the year because Adam Gase and his team is bad. 
You know what I'm saying? Like his his value is going down every single game he plays because he looks horrible and the team looks horrible. You know what I mean? Like that that's the problem. If it was that simple, then I would say, yeah, do that. Trade Sam Darnold, get some picks for him, and then draft Trevor Lawrence. But I don't think you're going to get a lot for Sam Darnold. You might get a second round pick or a third round pick, but that's it. And again, this team is so bad; they need way more than that to be a better football team. But again, if the if the again if the Giants has a number one pick, then maybe that's a different story. Hey, trade Daniel Jones, maybe get a third or second round pick for him because you have some resemblance of an actual football team there. And now Trevor Lawrence might boost you up that much better. The Jets, like I said, they, they need everything, <laughs> including a head coach. Okay, I have a you question. Least... I have a question for <laughs> you, you know because I mean? me and you are really piling on the Jets, and it's not like neither, neither of us are Jets fans, and the whole world kind of agrees with everything we're saying with the exception of pockets of Jets fans, right? I have a question about my Giants, because as everyone knows, you're a Giants hater. So at least I know I'm not going to get the rosy Giants subreddit take of this. What should the Giants do with Saquon Barkley now? I trade him. For what? His value is at an all-time low as far as his career is concerned. Um, I I don't think his career is over by any means, so don't m- mistake what I'm saying there. I just mean liter- the literal value that we could got for, for him before he got hurt is is rock bottom at this point. And as you guys know, as as you know, Brett, I'm a big Saquon Barkley fan. I wanted to draft him, so it hurts me to even be talking about this. But I feel like if, if we're discussing the Jets in so much depth and the potential trades, the biggest potential trade ship the Giants have besides their quarterback is Saquon Barkley. Well, it's funny, and you know me, when we had to, uh, I don't know if you remember or not, but and you know me, I'm consistent. I said don't draft him because I thought that you guys needed way more than a running back to be good. They obviously disagreed because they thought Elon Manning still had it and everything else. Um, and I said the same thing about Saquon that I'm saying about Trevor Lawrence. Even if he's the guy that you think he is, this team is so bad, it's not going to help you. Um, and, and so far, unfortunately, I've been correct about that. And I'm praying up to Saquon Barkley because he was on my fantasy team. And plus, he seems like a good dude. You never wish injury on anybody. Um, but I, I try to trade him while you can. I'm sure somebody will still give you something for him. Uh, the problem with playing him next year is next year, I believe you're going to have to pay him after next year. Because this is his third year, right? So next year will be his fourth year. You might have to pay him before the year starts if his agent is smart. Because he's like, wait a minute, my guy's coming off a, off a torn ACL. I can't afford getting hurt again and possibly not even getting a big, a long-term deal somewhere. So you guys are probably going to have to pay him in the offseason regardless. So I don't know. I, I think I would trade him and just try to get some more picks because you don't need him as a running back. You can get decent running backs. Like, like I said, I've, I've been telling people the whole time, like, the fact that the Browns got their quarterback in round one of that year in Baker Mayfield and still got Nick Chubb in the second round, that's what the Giants should have done that year. They should have got their quarterback and then tried to get a, a, a running back in a later round. But they wanted to go Saquon because they thought that Saquon was uh, the elite prospect, which he is, which he is. But again, it's when your team is that bad, this isn't basketball. You know what I mean? Like this isn't like this isn't basketball. One superstar is not going to change the fortunes of your team. You need the complementary pieces around you, and that's what, and that's why. Like I said, if I'm the Jets, I don't even pick Trevor Lawrence. I trade that pick. Speaking of the Browns, your team played the Browns last week. And give me 
your take on that? That's a big game. It's always a big game, even when the Browns are trash. It's an AFC North rivalry, the dog pound versus the Steelers. So my take on that is Baker Mayfield is a fraud. The Browns are a fraud. Um, they are who we thought they were by a bunch of pretenders. And, yes, I'm happy about making fun of Cleveland because, you know, I love making fun of Cleveland. I, I, here's the thing. I do feel bad for Baker Mayfield. I do like the Sooners, so I wanted Baker Mayfield to be a good quarterback. But he's not. He's just not. When you can't step back in the pocket and throw from the pocket consistently, you're not a good quarterback. If I got to do high school plays with bootlegs and rollouts and cutting the field in half and having you roll out just to just so you can, you know, have one or two reads and that's it and make quick decisions, that means you're not an NFL quarterback. That's just not good. This is a guy you drafted number one overall, and you're, he's only good. When the run game is working and the play action is working and he can make quick reads and he's in a rhythm, that's not a number one overall quarterback. And that's not a guy that's going to get you to the promised land, especially when you play in a division with the Ravens and the Steelers who stop the run and have great defenses and are going to put pressure on the quarterback. If I got a quarterback that can't even, that can't even, you know, operate in those in those uh, situations, how am I ever going to want to, you know, make one make the playoffs and two win in the playoffs with a guy like that? So I, I'm, you know, I, if I'm the Browns, I'm really upset because the problem is they have too much talent to not be bad. You know, I mean, they're already four and two. They're going to win more games because they're going to play more bad teams in which Baker Mayfield's going to look good. Um. So you can't, they can't even get a quarterback. But, again, again, you know what the Browns could do? They could be one of those teams that say, you know what, we will give the Jets a treasure trove of picks to trade up and get Trevor Lawrence if we think Trevor Lawrence is that much better than Baker Mayfield. Because we, we know we have offensive weapons, and we know we have a decent defense. If, if we think the quarterback is the thing that's holding us back, there's one of your teams that you might get you know, a bunch of draft picks for. You know what's interesting about that? They don't even have to give up that many draft picks. They could uh, give up an Odell Beckham, one first, and another key player, like one of their running backs. And that's a good trade to the Jets because they finally get weapons for young Sam to work with. Yeah, you can talk all that shit about Odell and his attitude and yada, 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 yada. But as far as football goes, he might be a diva, He's not a dislike locker room cancer like some people like to make him out to be. So he could definitely go to the Jets and not even be the most disruptive wide receiver of the 21st century for the for gangrene. So I do see what you're saying there, especially with the Browns. That is a realistic type of trade they could make. I don't know if they give up on Baker so soon, but for Trevor Lawrence, they are a type of team that has enough talent now to trade along with the picks. Right, and they would probably, and to, to your point, they would probably have to give up more, you know, NFL talent as opposed to picks because they're not going to have that many. Uh, they're not going to have uh, the requisite. They're, they're going to be too far down. If you're the Jets, you don't want to trade back too far either, unless you're getting an Odell Beckham Jr. type person. Because then you're saying, okay, that is technically our first round pick. Um, you know, so, you know, the Browns would probably have to give up OBJ and some, some uh, maybe Kareem Hunt or something to make that trade work along with some picks in order for the Jets to move down 
with them. Whereas other teams, because they'll still be in the top 10, they'll probably just have to give up a bunch of picks um, for, for the Jets to move down because they're not moving down that far. Um, but yeah, like I said, there's a bunch of teams. Like, you know, Minnesota's another one. You know what I mean? Like, there, there are a bunch of teams that might say, you know what, we believe we're a good team. We might be a Trevor Lawrence away. We will trade up to get to, get to that Jets pick. The Browns are one of those teams. Um, this is interesting. This is a very weird year because there are a bunch of bad teams with a bunch of questionable quarterback, you know, issues. And even though, again, this is still supposed to be a decent year for quarterbacks, at least the top three, there's one guy. And he's the guy. And it's the first time maybe since Andrew Luck there was a the guy waiting there. Well, I mean, um, last year with Burrow, he became the guy. He was the guy last year, to his credit. Well, to his credit. Well, what, well what, what, what I mean by the guy, this is the first time since Andrew Luck. This was the guy that we've been looking at for years. and like, yeah, he's the guy. Joe Burrow was the latest in a trend of one-year wonders. That's like, yeah, he's the guy this year. Like, just like Colin Murray was the guy that year and everything else. Yeah. But Trevor Lawrence is the first guy since Luck. We're like, yo, we've been on this kid since high school, and he hasn't disappointed. We know he's great. He's done He's done it for multiple you know, multiple years. So, All right, know. there's actually two teams in the NFC East that are very interesting that they're not – in the you know tank or trade for Kevin or Trevor case, one is the five and one Chicago Bears. They could use a Trevor Lawrence, but if they're five and one with Nick Foles pretty much quarterbacking them, what the hell is going on in Chicago? And at the same time, as I look through the rankings, the four and two Buccaneers with old ass Tom Brady, Tommy Terrific got that offense going, and that defense in Tampa Bay is serious. Those are two teams in the NFC East that if they get enough assets, they could... Oh, the NFC. Neither one of them in the NFC East, but the NFC. My bad. In the NFC. They're, they're both in the NFC. They can legitimately contend right now in the conference, but also they have to be in this conversation we're having of teams to trade for a quarterback. It's not like the Buccaneers have a long-term plan, plan with Tom Brady. It's ring or bust right now. The Bears, everyone thought they would be tanking. The Lions are there at two and three, and the Vikings are at one and five. And you know they got their eyes on quarterbacks. What the hell is going on in the National Football Conference? And you got one-time MVP Matt Ryan sitting at one and five. You got the Saints with old ass Drew Brees sitting at three and two. There's a lot of uncertainty where these teams are going to end up because we're early in the season, man. We don't know who's pretenders right now. We really don't. The, the Cowboys are at top of the NFC East at two and four for crying out loud. Well, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Um, those teams, I don't think, would trade up for Trevor Lawrence. I think they would want a veteran or or just draft a young quarterback, um, especially because, you know, again, because they're so far back, they're going to have to trade even more to move up that far to convince the Jets to go back that far. But, you know, I mean, the Saints, they, they really believe in Taysom Hill and they have Jameis Winston. So I think they're going to be fine. They're not going to be looking for a quarterback. The, the Bucks, depending on how Brady looks, if he if he really teeters out by the end of the playoffs and they don't think he's good anymore, they're interesting. But I think again, this is supposed to be a decent year for draft pick for a quarterback, so they could just draft one and hope that you know he'll be ready by the end of the following year. Um, the Bears are interesting because I don't know if you really believe in Nick Foles or not. 
Um, it probably depends on what happens to them the rest of the year and what happens to them in the playoffs. But again, they're not they're not going to trade for Trevor Lawrence. They're either going to draft a a young guy later, or they're going to trade for a veteran, a la Matt Ryan, a la Matthew Stafford, as you as you talk about the Lions. The Lions are another team that might trade up for Trevor Lawrence and try to move on from Stafford. Um, Do you Bears, really think the that Bears, the Lions would pull an Eagles and trade their quarterback within the division? Well, no, not in the, not in the division, but, but, but my point is the Lions are probably going to shot Matthew Stafford at the end of the year. And, uh, you know, I think the, uh, uh, you know, if, if, if Matthew Stafford gets cut, then obviously the Bears are a team that might swoop him up. But, you know, Matt Ryan is a guy, like we said, there, there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks. I think, I think well, the last year is going to continue this year where there's a lot of quarterbacks changing teams. Because they just need, you know, they just need restarts. You know what I mean? Um, the Bears are one of those teams. They need a quarterback. I'm surprised they didn't go after Cam Newton. Um, but the Bears are going to need a quarterback, and there's going to be guys, but they're not going to they're not going to trade up for Trevor Lawrence because that's going to cost them way too much uh, to do so. And I don't think the Jets are going to want to fall that far back. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see. The, the Lions, the Lions are interesting. The Lions could definitely trade up to get Trevor Lawrence if they're still in the top five or top ten, which they which they easily can be. And then if they do that, if they might just cut Matthew Stafford, and that and that makes it easier for the Bears to get a guy like that. Um, but you know, you know, Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford are probably not going to be on their respective teams next year. So th- those are the two guys I'm I'm looking at saying yeah they're probably going to move, and we still don't know about Carson Wentz. I mean, there's a lot of chatter in Philadelphia right now about whether they really feel comfortable about Carson Wentz or not. I think it's still too early to give up on him, especially since their receiving core just can't stay healthy. Their team in general just can't stay healthy, especially offensively. Um, but they're an interesting team. Do they trade up? Not 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 with the Jets, but do they trade up to try to just get? some impact weapons um, and try to just really bolster this offense to help Carson Wentz out. Carson Wentz is making a lot of money and not doing a lot. He is not improving the Eagles team. He's not the reason they suck. They, they have terrible injuries too, so don't get me twisted there. But he is certainly not playing up to the par that his money demands, nor is he playing up to the status the Eagles fans expected following his MVP-like season. You could attribute that to injuries. You could attribute that to the lack of weapons or, or an amalgam of both. But either way, it's going to become a time where we're going to, have to look at this team and actually ask ourselves, is Carson Wentz the future of the Philadelphia Eagles? I don't think he is. That's why I think they drafted Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is as good as Carson Wentz, but let's be real here. It's not like Carson Wentz is winning them a lot of football games in a terrible, terrible NFC East. If he was as good as they were saying he was, Three years ago, the Eagles would be running this division right now and looking at a bye week in the playoffs, but they're not because they're in a shitter. The injuries, yeah, definitely. I believe they have a good coach. I thought Carson Wentz was that franchise quarterback, but he's looking less and less like that. Whatever you want to attribute that to, go ahead. But reality is reality, and no one's really scared of Carson Wentz in the NFC East. No, I, I agree with that as well. I agree. Um, Carson Wentz has, you know, he's shown flashes of greatness, but then he's also shown, like, you know, bad decisions. Um, 
and some and maybe you can contribute that where he feels like he has to do too much because of the injuries and sometimes he has that Ben Roethlisberger complex of he tries to go for the big play every time instead of just taking what the defense gives him sometimes um but you know it's, that's that is one of the problems with Carson Wentz and I think the Eagles are going to stick with him for another year because they don't know. They don't know. I mean, that, that, that's the problem with the NFC East. Every, every team is looking at the quarterback, and they're just saying, we don't know. We don't know if he's the problem or, or the solution. Yeah, and not for nothing, before we wrap it up here, just to bring it back to the other team in the NFC East, the Washington LLC, they benched Dwayne Haskins because they thought they had a realistic chance of winning this division, and then Riverboat Ron pulls some bullshit with Kyle Allen to lose the game against my Giants, and I can admit that. So what the hell were, did they really bench Dwayne Haskins for? I think Dwayne Haskins got a raw deal, and I you know, make fun of Dwayne Haskins because I have a shake hate on him because I feel like he tried to use the jersey card to get drafted by the Giants. Um, and you know, I, I had a problem with that, but you know that's all funny games. But I think he got a raw deal. He got drafted by a coach that didn't want him. They brought in a coach that didn't really want him. Um, again, they're another team that if you're the Jets, you're calling. Because you're saying to yourself, hey, you guys are going to mess around and have three wins and not be and not have the top pick, but you might have the third pick. We will trade down with you for your first and like two, and two twos or something like that for, for Trevor Lawrence, and they might do it. Um Although, again, I don't know if that's a smart move by the Washington LLC, but when has the Washington LLC ever been a smart team? Exactly. So, so I think that, you know, Washington screwed. I, I don't even consider Washington. I like Ron Rivera a lot. I, I was upset that he got fired in Carolina. But, you know, he's going to do stuff like that. He's riverboat Ron. He's going to go for two a lot. He's going to go for on a fourth down. He's going to be aggressive. And I can't fault him for that because as a player, you love that. You love that he he, he believes in you guys. You know, you just got to execute. It was a bad play. It wasn't. It was poorly executed. And, you know, it was with a young quarterback in Kyle Allen that probably was, you know, the moment was too big for him. But it happens. And if you're Riverboat Ron, you're saying to yourself, well, hold on, this division is bad. We have to do this because this is how we can win the division. You you take chances like that because you don't trust your team enough to, yo, if we're going overtime, do I trust that we'll either get the ball and move all the way down the field and score or stop them if they get the ball? No, I don't. So why don't we just go for the win now? And, and if we get it, I look like a genius and it brings life to our football team and we're now in first place, and if we lose, it's like whatever. We're still be behind everybody else. So you know, I, I I love his coaching style. I think play. If you listen to players, they love him for it as well. Um, I think it was a great hire by by Washington. It's just a matter of what they're going to do with their quarterback situation. I, I don't think Kyle Allen's the answer. I think they know that they're going to draft a quarterback most likely, whether it's Justin Fields or. The kids from North Dakota State, they're going to draft a quarterback. I highly doubt we'd be Justin Fields because it's like you already have an Ohio State quarterback on your roster already. Uh, I don't know if you want to do, I don't know if you want to take his successor, but we'll see. Again, that's a team that will definitely, if I'm the Jets, I'm picking up that phone call and I'm calling them and saying, what's your best offer? Mm. 
All right. Anything else? No, Aaron Rodgers had a bad game. I'm not worried about it. It happens. Uh, my Steelers look good, but I'm very worried about this Tennessee game. They're another team. If you stop the run, they're a much different team, and we're really good at stopping the run. But Derrick Henry is not your average running back. So I'm very nervous about that. And the prayers up to Devin Bush. That was a huge loss. You hate to see this non-contact injury. If I'm the Steelers, maybe I trade for a veteran middle linebacker that's cheap just so you don't lose a step this year because with Ben Roethlisberger's age this is win now mode and I don't want our defense to take a step back because Devin Bush is a really really good young player and I don't want us to take a step back in his absence so if I'm the Steelers maybe Hassan Reddick from the from the Cardinals make a trade for him you might not have to give up much to get him um, and he's a guy that you can use even if it's just for this year I got to give props to uh, Big Ben. I did not think he'd be playing at this level anymore, similar to the people he was drafted with. But, hey, he's more than a game manager, and I said he would be a game manager. So I need to own up to that and say the dude is still balling late into his career. And you guys definitely need to make the most out of that while you have it. Because I think most Steelers fans, if you give them true serum, did not see the quality of play he's provided thus far. Uh, the only thing we didn't really touch on was Le'Veon Bell. Ironically, Le'Veon Bell right. get, getting cut from the Jets. The Jets getting jack shit for Le'Veon Bell. Once again, let me repeat that. The Jets got nothing. They paid him a bag of money for 18 games where he never rushed for over 100 yards in a single game and got nothing. Not a seventh-round pick. Nothing. And now Le'Veon Bell is signed to the world champion Kansas City Chiefs. Well, it's funny, Gridiron Heights came out this week, and it was ironically all about the Jets and Giants, just like this podcast was. And one of the first jokes they made was Le'Veon getting out of New York saying, my most patient run ever. And <laughs> I laughed because I'm like, that is true. He finessed the Jets for a whole lot of money and didn't have to do much to get it, to earn it. And he's getting another quick little mill from the Kansas City Chiefs. That's going to be exciting because I think – it's the opposite of Adam Gase. I think they're going to find creative ways to use him because I don't think they – I think they know, and we kind of saw it against the Bills this week, I think they know they can't just have Mahomes dropping back and throwing 50 times a game. That's not going to win them another Super Bowl. Uh, well, it might in the, in the short term, but they also signed him to like a, you know, a lifetime deal basically. So they want to preserve him going forward. So I think this is a great, great pickup for – both parties, I think they're going to use him and Blair a lot in the backfield together and just do really creative stuff to try to make that offense even more unstoppable. I think that's going to be very exciting to watch. And not to beat a dead horse, but it says a lot that Adam Gase couldn't find a spot to incorporate Le'Veon Bell into his offense, but the guy who won the Super Bowl had no problem picking him right the fuck up. Fire Adam Gase. We don't like saying that, especially now during a pandemic when both of us look for work all the time as writers, yada, yada, yada. But as the working class guys, as the blue collar podcasters we are, Adam Gase does not deserve his position at all. And that has been proven by the Super Bowl champions picking up the running back you did not know how to fucking use. But, hey. Well, it's, not, it's not even that he didn't want to use him. He didn't, I mean, it's not that he couldn't figure out. He didn't want to use him. 
And again, I say this all the time, bad teams are bad teams for a reason. It starts from the top down. The fact that they signed Le'Veon Bell before they even got their coach, before they even redid their GM, before they, that just doesn't make sense. And you picked up a coach, yes, for Sam Darnold, but at the end of the day, you just signed this dude to a mega deal. And you know Adam Gates' reputation for not getting along with his star players, especially his running backs, because he, you know, he got Jay Ajayi out of Miami and others. So I don't understand why they would even do that. And he even admitted at his opening press conference, "Oh, I don't see him being a big part of the offense." As as the people making the decisions, like how do you do that? How do you not even at least? I would hope they even ask the question, "Hey, we just signed this dude Le'Veon Bell to a mega deal." How do you plan on using him? And if he, if they didn't answer that question, or if he wasn't truthful with them, or if he was truthful and said, I'm not going to use him that much, then why, why the hell did you hire him? It just doesn't make sense. Um, and this is why the Jets are the Jets. This is why Jamal Adams wanted out, because they weren't even willing to pay him to stay there, which, again, is stupid, because I know he's a safety, and I know safeties aren't the you know pecking order of positions you need. But again, at least that would have been some resemblance of some young talent you could build around. You got rid of Quentin Williams, you got rid of Jamal Adams, you got rid of Le'Veon. This team is hot garbage. And I hate to say it because I actually do have an affinity for the Jets. I feel bad for them. They're the little brother. They're the, you know, they're the New Jersey Nets of the, of the NFL. Um, so you kind of, I always kind of root for them a little bit to, to at least just be a, a decent football team. Um, but they, they just don't know what they're doing. They just don't know what they're doing. I say it all the time. I've seen it close like, firsthand. Bad teams are bad for a reason because they just don't know what they're doing. Right. And like like you said, you couldn't even get anything for Le'Veon because of that contract and because you devalued him so much. So you had to cut him. And just to spite you, he was going to go to the Bills or the, or the Dolphins. He said, you know what? I'm not even going to do that. I'm going to go to the Chiefs. Oh, and by the way, the first game he's going to play as the Kansas City Chiefs is against your Jets. Tell them where they can find you, bro. They can find me at, at Never for Brett Me, N-E-V-A underscore, the number four, B-R-E-T-T underscore M-E. I'm at not the Chuck D, Instagram and Twitter. We're at the Dope Blog on Twitter, at the underscore Dope Blog on Instagram, at the Dope Blog and Podcast on Facebook. Please like and subscribe to us. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes and Spotify. (laughs) And everybody stay up. Stay safe. Love you guys. Peace. Average. Uh.